Hey, Steve here. The murders on this show are not real murders. Believe it or not, they're completely made up. Enjoy the show. I'm Griffin. Steve. This is Killed to Death. We solve your murders for You're you. You're a little bit behind, eh? Oh, this is tape delay because I'm <laughs> somewhere else. I'm calling in remotely. Where are you calling in from today? Uh, I'm doing a weather piece. I'm a yeah, okay. That doesn't answer that Ottawa. question. Ottawa. Ottawa, okay. Yeah. I'm and? A- cold. Do you want it? Was that your piece? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've said my piece and what, it's cold. What you missed out on last mm. night was I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark again. Again? The first Every Indiana week. Jones movie. Uh, it's a classic. Yeah. Uh, and I found out they're making another one. A fifth, no, are they actually? In 2021, they are. That's true. No. Uh, and I thought about this. I think what made the new one bad is that it, it, what they were searching for. In the first three, it's all like these fantastic, cool, huge things. Uh-huh. It's uh, the, the Ark of the Covenant. It's the Temple of Doom. It's uh, the <laughs> yeah. Last Crusade. No, <laughs> it's the Holy Grail, right? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the newest one is Crystal Skull. Right. I don't remember what that was or what it did or anything, but that's uh, Dan Aykroyd's company. <laughs> They're just searching for his vodka. Yeah. Uh, and so I thought, uh, and and I proposed this to you, and you agreed to it, and we've both uh, prepared stuff. Of course. Uh, is in this new one maybe something that would be interesting to see Indiana Jones search for? Right. Yeah, because that's what really sells these things. Yeah. Um, I think he should be searching online for uh like a hot deal i think that that's relatable. on anything well uh, kayak.com or so, uh, oh, so hotels.com yeah well yeah he's planning he's planning his trip and i think that the whole way along people can get really excited about his airfare you know his uh the kind of train deals he can get where he's staying the airbnb and like all these sites that you know, search your mul- so Trivago. He's still, going, he's still going around the world, but you oh, yeah, don't yeah, care. Yeah, you where, get all really. the cool exotic locations, but you also you still get, get to the see satis- the map where the airplane flies <laughs> yeah. across, but you see the dollar amounts as it goes. That's right. Okay, I think that's satisfying for people who you know can relate because you can't relate to finding a crystal skull unless no, all the ones I find are just in the LCBO human and children. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I think it would be interesting uh, if he looked for a big briefcase of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think that I think that'd be a fun name of the movie, Indiana too. Jones and a big briefcase full of money. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and he, he has to, in order to attain it, uh, answer, you know, what is in the briefcase. Well, do you think it's better if we don't know what's in the briefcase? Oh, pl- pl- Indiana Jones style? and the big briefcase. Indiana Open-ended. No, because then I'm not interested. Because if I know there's yeah. a bunch of money in it, I get his motivation for wanting it. And... Do we get to know why he wants that money? What would Indiana Jones spend it on? What paying is, off debt. For the man who has everything. No, he's paying off debt. Oh, he's dead? Okay. So sad. For the man who has everything, he also has debt. <laughs> yes. Because that uh, is everything. Steve, one more thing. Well, one more? Oh, sure. Well, um, wait, how much do we know about this new one? Uh, oh, it comes out in 2021. Okay, so he's going to be... Ser- yes, yes, exactly. Of course. He's going to be searching for next year's calendar. A 2022 calendar. Of Indiana Jones. And I think that'd be interesting. I think if we get really, really meta and it's just him looking for like Indiana Jones memorabilia and like cool old props and things from the originals, uh, I think that'd be fun. Uh, And that was mine as well. 
Steve, do you want to solve a murder? Okie doke. The victim. Boris McDonald. Found dead in the sauna at a YMCA. Today's guest. Carl Mann. Personal trainer who found the body. Carl, hello. Hello, thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, thanks for being here. Uh, I'm sorry for the reason why, but it's uh, a pleasure to talk to you nonetheless. Yeah, it's it's sad that I'm here because of um, a death, but it is fun to record a podcast, I'm not going to lie. Have you ever been on this? Is your first one? It's my first pod, and it's something I've always wanted to do. I'm a big fan of podcasts, and I always wanted to be a guest, but I never wanted to be a guest under these circumstances. What show would you want a guest on if you could guest on a show? Um, Shane Dawson and Friends. Shane Dawson? Do you like Do you like him? He was a huge YouTube, YouTube star. Guy, yeah, right? oh, okay. yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah, he's got a show. It's very popular. And you want to be one of his friends? I do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is oh, it nice. him just talking to his friends? A different guest every week, from what I understand. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> many friends. Yeah. Shane Dawson and his many friends. Uh, but you are here on this one because you found a body. Yeah, it's mm. really sad that I found it. <laughs> if you had to assign one emotion, it would be sad. It was sad. Yeah. I mean, it was scary, but it was m- more sad in the end. Um, I found the body of Boris, uh, Boris McDonald, of course. Uh, in the sauna at the YMCA. Which is where you work? Is that correct? You're yeah, a I'm a personal trainer. trainer. You uh, are very fit, may I say. Thank you. And I hope you don't uh, mind that I showed up in the studio wearing my workout clothes. Not at all. No, you work out in just shorts. Yes. Okay. No shoes and cargo socks. boots, it looks like. Well, yeah. Hey. Well, yeah. Yeah. Just cargo boots. Because it's good. It, it builds your um, your feet bones and muscles. Builds, yeah, it builds, builds those bones. bones. <laughs> it's a thing a lot of people don't... See, I, I've studied the body, and people <laughs> think that actually, like lifting weights is like to build muscle, but you're actually... The actual goal is you want to like, expand and build the bones. Oh, uh, okay. Nice and big. Bigger bones means bigger muscles. Which is why yes. I don't have to work out. I was uh, born big-boned. Right. I can see that, but I can still do a lot with you. I can make you just humongous. And... What would you recommend for uh, for a man like Griffin? You, you yeah, uh, for here. the listeners, uh, uh, I'll hold up my arms. All right, you need work on your pecs. I want to see... More pec bones. More, more pec bones covering the muscles. <laughs> on top, right on top there. Yeah, I mean, the goal is, I, you know, it's controversial, but there are some of us in the personal training community whose ultimate goal is to build the exoskeleton over the uh, the skin. Uh, that is good for, I guess, armor purposes. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you strong. In battle. Yeah. But yeah, I found the body of Boris. It was so awful because he was just floating and I knew immediately he was Wait, in, in the sauna? What's happening? <laughs> just it through the air? Well, he was in the, um, you know, like you have like the water... You the put pool? on the hot rocks, right? Oh. His head was floating in the bucket of water. Oh, okay. In the sauna. <laughs> and I knew he was dead because he was not breathing. And <laughs> He I took the pulse on the head. Well, the thing is, I had been in the sauna for about an hour, and he hadn't moved that whole time. Oh, okay. And you've just head. been looking at him waiting. Yeah. And I realized after about an hour, like, uh, this something about this isn't usual. And um, then I felt for his pulse, and he was gone, and I knew then that he was dead. Did you know Boris beforehand? Yes, he also worked at the YMCA where I work as a personal trainer. He was a uh, kickboxing instructor. Oh, oh cool. okay. So, so very similar. You're both up in the gym. Yeah, yeah. All my friends are very healthy, and most of them work at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he, he was up there. He would teach kickboxing class. Yeah, and he would always go to the sauna after uh, teaching a kickboxing class because it's good for your bones. After, <laughs> it's good for your bones, good for your muscles. To sweat, it strengthens your bones, but... Um, 
I guess this, this was his, unfortunately his last trip to the sauna. Yeah. Now, uh, you when you personal train, uh, this is a little bit off track for a second. No, please. Are you are you paired up one on one with a person, or are you kind of teaching a class like he does? I would mostly one on one. Yeah, helping a one client. Uh, I have done twins though. I have helped twins become strong. Is that because maybe it's easy to just apply the exact same routine to each one of them? Well, yeah, but I also have a thing for twins. Oh, okay. A lot like Austin Powers. Yeah, yes, I suppose you're right. He did have a thing for twins. Yeah, you might remember, I think, uh, <laughs> you and Fook Me. He does that. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Do you Ew. think if they make that... I've heard a rumor, just like you were talking about the new Indiana Jones movie, I've heard rumors there will be another Austin Powers movie. And what should he be searching for? Do you... Uh, he should be searching for um, a new bank account to put all the money from all the box office receipts. Oh boy, because it's going to do well. But do you think he'll bring back Fuku and Fukmi <laughs> in 2020 or 2021? Do you think those characters would fly? I think they're a little busy with their own spinoff. Right. I'm not sure if they'd want to sink back down to the Austin Powers franchise. I guess so. They've moved on. Yeah. Yeah. That's too bad because everyone uh, is going to miss those characters, Fuku and Fukmi. Uh, I wonder what kind of genitalia he will see in the sky and then have a quick montage cut of everyone saying different euphemisms for it. Yeah, they That's... did that a few times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you think that in the new woke era that we're in right now... It can't really exist, right? You oh. know what I mean? But can he do those, similar to that, those montages of the sky, can he do a scene where it's like balloons and bananas, like everyone's supposed to be naked, Yeah. and things are covered by balloons or bananas or like trees? Or that, that intro when he walks around the hotel and there's yes. always some... There's like a big cut up meat log on the table that yeah. just lines or up like a little too perfectly. Credit, like, and Rob Lowe. Yeah. Or or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah. hope they can still do those scenes. Like, but... I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. And you know who loved Austin Powers? <laughs> Boris. The dead. Oh. The poor dead. My poor dead friend. Loved, <laughs> loved that is Austin sad. That's Powers. more sad than scary. I'll say that. Yeah. It's a little it scary, though. Yeah. But it is sad. Well, his love for Austin Powers was kind of scary. Sometimes he could... <laughs> he took it too far? Well, he would just... I'd be walking down the hall in the YMCA, and I would just, from like a, a doorway, just this pair of arms would come out and grip me and pull me in, and he'd just be like shaking me and saying, I love it so much. I'd say, <laughs> I'd say, what do you mean? He'd say, the Austin Powers franchise. And he would right. say, Boris, you need to get this under control. I'm late for my... Uh, personal training session so he was just in the room grabbing whoever would walk by well he would sort of stake out there's like a long you know the ymca has a long hallway and oh it has yeah all those doors yeah. i know the YMCA. the door hallway yeah, yeah. yeah it's like this endless hallway of doors um and he would just pick a door and just wait for his victim to walk by and <laughs> his just victim well he would grab you out of the hallway and just give you a shake and tell you about Austin well, that's Powers. interesting was there anyone who was noticeably annoyed with this anyone who was like god stop telling me about yeah, Austin Powers. Doreen, the uh, spin cycle instructor. Doreen? Hated it. Doreen. 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 Doreen yeah. yeah. You know, Doreen, the spin cycle uh, yes, I do. instructor. She hated when uh, Boris would grab, grab her, her and shake her around. <laughs> yeah. Why? She has, well, she has no sense of humor and <laughs> she didn't, she didn't like Austin Powers. Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah. Would she have a similar scheme where she would be in the maybe room across from him and try and grab people first and tell them the yeah, flaws? She, she would try and debunk uh, his theories about Austin Powers, and they they were kind of rivals. At the he YMCA. had theories. <laughs> well, he had theories that like well, his theories weren't that complex. His theory was just that like uh, let it be uh, declared that the Austin Powers franchise is the greatest franchise oh, in the history. Of film. Let it be declared. Let it be, let it be declared. <laughs> he he liked to try and sound like he was smart, but he was just a kickboxing instructor, not very smart. Right, right. but right? fit, you very know, fit. healthy, yeah. very nice bones. 
Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so let's talk about the day you found him. Oh God, do we have to? Okay, no, we don't have to. No, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. I'm just emotional. Um, yeah, I was in. I was in the sauna for an hour. Then his head was dunked in the bucket. That you know, and he he was lying in the bucket the whole time. Like when you walked into face the sauna, first. he was already there. Yeah, and I thought he was just cooling off his face in the hot rocks. <laughs> well, in the bucket of water that, that would go on the hot on rocks. rocks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So cool right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And. Um, then when I, after an hour had passed, I took his pulse, as I said, and it was dead. It was dead. <laughs> so after I, you took his pulse. Yeah. So then I pulled his face out of the bucket, and then that's when I knew he was dead. <laughs> and I started crying. And it's weird. Have you ever cried in a sauna? Because it's so hot that I noticed this, even though I was like in a state of shock, I noticed that my tears instantly evaporated, and I thought it was funny. That's what happens when I urinate in saunas. Yeah. I urinate I mean, on the rocks. You shouldn't. It's not hygienic. And Boris would have hated you for doing that while he was alive. Well, that seems like a very Austin Powers-esque trick. Yeah, well, see, he, he liked it in theory. Like, in a film, if, say, oh, Fat Bastard right. had urinated on sauna rocks, he probably would have laughed about that and grabbed you in the hall and told you about it. But If a Fat Bastard came into the Y. Yeah, and did that, he'd be like, stop doing that. All-. And he would have kickboxed you. <laughs> right out of the room. Yeah. That was his chosen method of discipline. Yeah, he, when he taught it, he lived it, he loved it. And, just like um, Doreen would just spin you out, or yeah, you would train out. them right out of the I room. would train them out. Um, <laughs> you train them to leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, everyone has their own style for of discipline. And um, when I noticed he was dead, finally, I screamed, and then I, I called 911. And I said, there's been a murder, and it's Boris. Now, how do you know this was murder? Interesting, yeah. I mean, I guess I... I didn't at the time, but with what we've learned since then, it's pretty clear that Boris was murdered. Yeah, that, no, that's very true. Now, for listeners who might not be all caught up, <laughs> right. uh, what is it you've learned since then? Well, I learned that Boris never used to dunk his own head in a bucket of water for an hour at a time, so that was a little suspicious. Was it from reading his journals? How did you find this out? Well, I talked to his wife, talked to his mom, interviewed a lot of his like old uh, kickboxing friends, um, and talked to his uncle, and yeah, no did one... Did you do this? I did, yeah. Wow. So, you, so you've been investigating yeah. this for a while. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I can't trust the cops. Um, Thank you. Yeah. That's why we do this show. Yeah. Absolutely. We have to, you know. We're smarter. Yes. And so that was clear that there was some foul play, that he, his head was dunked in a bucket of water. Also... But, but it, this, you don't think it was an accident? Maybe he tripped and fell or had a heart attack or anything no, that ended... I him. thought it could have been, but then... Um, the cops, when they finally did come and they looked like they examined his body, there was like, um, what do they call it when they look at the dead guy after he's died? Autopsy. Autopsy. Viewing. The viewing of the body. Yeah. The view. During the view. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of Whoopi and uh, Megan McCain and the girls. Um, <laughs> the, the gang. The gang. And he loved the view. Is still on there? No, she, I think, created it so she profits from it, but she's no longer on. But, uh, you know, it's an odd thing. He was a kickboxer, Boris McDonald. He loved Austin Powers. He also loved The View. Oh, my so God. So unlikely. Yeah. And wait. That those were his only three passions. Yeah. Kickboxing, Austin Powers, and The View. And he once went to New York City on a trip uh, to attend a live taping of The View. That's a true story. And, oh, wow. how did it go? Did he say? Um... He had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Yeah, he considering got his, he was such a fan. Yeah, yeah, he got his picture taken with the the ladies, and <laughs> he 
couldn't stop talking about the view for about a month after he got back. Oh, he would grab people and <laughs> yeah, he started grabbing people in the hallway and telling them about the view for a while. I mean, that might have been a nice surprise for people who are used to this Austin Powers trick. Yeah, I a mean, fresh new take. He must have thrown Doreen. Doreen actually saw another side of Boris, and she actually respected him, and they she likes the view as well. So oh yeah, well, that's nice. So they found some too. common grounds. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Um, it's, it's really sad he's dead. Yeah, but there was uh, before you guys interrupted me. <laughs> Shut I up, was, Griffin. I was saying I was talking about how I knew it was probably murder because he never dunked his head in a bucket of water for an hour. Plus, during the viewing, the police noticed that there had been scratched into his back. I was, uh, he was murdered. <laughs> I was murdered, or he was. murdered? I got confused. There, it, it was scratched into Boris's back. He was murdered. Uh, okay. So the killer must have done that. Well, or someone who came in yeah. before you, found the body, did their own investigation, figured out he was murdered, scratched it into his neck, left. That's <laughs> true. Some, we don't you know, know. Some responsible yeah. citizen. Good Samaritan. Yeah. I guess a, a vigilante of sorts. Yeah. I mean, the YMCA, it's a Christian association, so it could have been... Uh, one of the numerous or, preachers. Yeah. Lots of priests work out there. I train a whole um, flock of them. A whole flock? Individually, yeah. You come in. Priests are strong. Priests are... Fucking strong. Are you twins? Oh, yeah, um, twin priests. Yeah, the O'Leary twins. Uh, oh, nice. George nice. and Michael. George and Michael. Oh. Fathers. Okay. Yeah. So the day you found him in the sauna. It was an awful let's, day. Let's back up a bit. Yes, okay. Do you two normally meet in the saunas after your shift? Well, yeah, because he would teach a kickboxing class, and I would teach, uh, I would do one of my training sessions, and we had a pact that after each of our <laughs> evening sessions was done we would go and hang out for an hour in the sauna together yeah. to you know decompress to it's good for your body good for your bones and uh, so yeah it was something we always did did you see him earlier in the day maybe before his yeah class? And he, he was totally alive and he oh, okay. had, he had grabbed me and he told me about Austin Powers and um, he seemed perfectly happy everything seemed normal did he have a class that day he did yes, he yeah. must have if he was there yeah. was this one of his normal kickboxing classes yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think who he was teaching that day. He was teaching um, a bunch of of uh, boys, like preteen boys. Suspicious. I mean, they are a little suspicious, but at that age, you know, a lot of energy. They're going through a change of life. They're discovering girls. They're discovering yeah. all sorts of they stuff. They don't want to kickbox. They just want to oogle and ogle at they the want windows. To, yeah, but he would sort of uh, channel their, that unhealthy energy into a healthy direction, kickboxing. Yeah. So, yeah, whenever you get maybe a little bit worked up or aroused, just take that out kicking. Kick, yeah, kick each other or uh, or kick, you know, a wall or something. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what some of his training was? Kicking the wall? Yeah. Have you never taken... No, I've never taken a kickbox. I got to confess. It's holes in the walls. Yeah. is shattered. Basically, if you're learning kickboxing, the whole thing is like it teaches you how to kick a wall or like a... Another classmate. Another classmate or a door or something like that. Right, just yeah. get your frustration out. It's yeah. not so much fighting as it is just... just... run around the room kicking. Yeah, kicking, kicking stuff. stuff, yeah. Okay. That's kickboxing. Right, so it was a bunch of boys, and then he finished. Uh, before you, apparently, because uh, he was already in the sauna. Yeah, he was That's already true. there. true, so he finished early. He finished earlier than me, which was a little suspicious. Okay. Hmm. Maybe we... the... Do you think the boys murdered him? Well, not yet. It's possible. I might think that later. Yeah, well, we'll see. I think now. Oh, I lost it. These boys, I wouldn't put it past them. No, they're they're rowdy. They're rowdy. They're rude. They're, they're, they swear. And perhaps he kicked them, or he kicked them. He he taught them to kick too well. Maybe what if they kicked him right, right into, into that bucket. Right into the bucket. <laughs> I mean, I hope not. But you know, the irony of that. Do you guys think that they should 
re-examine the Young Offenders Act in Canada so that uh, minors can be tried as adults, and then also that we should bring back capital punishment for children? Yes, and yes. Uh, I think we should have capital punishment for children. Yeah. But I would go the other way with the other one. I think they've got to raise that age. Oh, so uh, raise the age of, of who qualifies as a young offender? Yeah. Because I'm still I'm still pretty young as a man. You yeah. But I don't qualify by the law yet. Right. Right. Uh, no, I'm not saying that I have crimes in mind, but it would be nice to have that It should that be anyone under 40. Yeah, that's nice because, you know... Uh, people are young longer these days. What do they say? Like 40 is the new 20? That's right. Yeah. It's like um, until you're a Zoomer, basically, which is a boomer with zip, uh, <laughs> you should be classified as a young offender in the eyes of the law. Um, I agree. Yeah. I'm glad uh, we settled it. So it's settled. We're, we're going to still kill these kids if they are guilty. Oh, absolutely. Because they killed my friend. Yeah. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about the rest of his body. Okay. Did it look like he had been kicked at all? He looked like he'd been scratched, obviously. Yeah, but that can't be done with a foot. Uh, No. Mm, Long nails? Although some people... Dexterous? um, Learn how to manipulate writing uh, like a pen or a pencil with their feet. Mm -hmm. Mm. I do remember that from the very end of Without a Paddle. What's that? I think that's the best franchise of all time. (laughs) The Seth Green, Matthew Lillard, and Dax Shepard movie. Oh, it's that the one. only Dax Shepard project I could name, I think. Uh, employee of the Month? Is it's, he? Oh, yeah, he's in that. He's the bad guy. He I just think dyed his hair blonde because they thought he looked too Dane much like Cook. Dane Cook. Throw another one at me, baby. <laughs> there's an Austin Powers connection there, right? With Seth Green? Oh, Scotty Evil. Right? Yeah. Scotty Don't. Right. Zip it. Zip it. Zip it. Zip it. I'm going to blow your mind, guys. Okay. okay. Do you know that the character of Dr. Evil was based on the Canadian Lord Michaels? <laughs> What? But they're different guys. I don't. How, I know. I know. How would Mike Myers have known? Well, he. It was like basically like a mean impression of Lorne Michaels. And no. Lorne Michaels apparently, when he first went to That's the premiere of Austin Powers International Man of Mystery, apparently in the theater, he went berserk and <laughs> kicked and people kicked. sitting behind him. They just saw his bag of popcorn go up in the air and his big coke, and he <laughs> swore and he stormed out and he was like, he yelled at the projectionist. He was like, "Turn this fucking movie off." <laughs> Did you know that story? I didn't no, know that story. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, he got so mad because Mike Myers did a mean impression of him. Honestly, that taints Austin Powers. So who's, that's, fat, that's... who's Fat Bastard then? Um, that was based on Mike, uh, uh, Lord Michael's brother. <laughs> who has... He's a huskier The, the, the Scottish man. His yeah. Lord Michael's brother is Scottish. His yeah. husky Scottish brother. Yeah, who's adopted. So Right. I'm glad that Mike Myers has not touched Lord Michael's other brother, the Dutch one with that horrible skin disease. Uh-oh. Have you seen Austin Powers 3? No, I'm waiting out. Go I'm waiting for the right moment. Well, well you're going to eat oh, your boy. words once you see that. Like he eats his own skin. Yeah. That was a mean stereotype about Dutch people. <laughs> they all had flaky skin. Yeah, and they all eat their skin. Because people, <laughs> you know, that uh, myth has persisted for too long. <laughs> And been debunked multiple yeah. times. Yeah, I, so. I saw that Mythbusters. Yeah, I saw that Mythbusters. They sat a Dutch guy in a room, didn't <laughs> yeah. eat his skin once. Didn't they he... left him for days. No, yeah. but they, he had the choice of either eating a plate of spaghetti and meatballs or his skin. He went with the spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Which you, I think of as an Italian dish. Turns out Dutch people love it. It's interesting to learn. <laughs> it is interesting to learn. Just like we're learning about Boris McDonald. McDonald, oh, my dead friend, my colleague. I'm so sad to even think about him. Uh, so we're talking about the rest of his body. Oh, God, yeah. It was big. Uh, 
<laughs> he was big. Oh, well, he's oh, a yeah, big guy. Yeah, big guy. Yeah, big, nice he, he bones. Had, yeah, the extra bones. Yeah. So what else was on it? What did it look like? Yeah. Well, I, well I'm just curious if, if drowning was the cause of death or right. if it was a kick and then placed into the bucket. Actually, now that I think about it a lot, there was, like, there were <laughs> six bullet holes. Said, but Where? <laughs> Across, like, his back, and there was one in the, like, his temples, like, someone, his, his brain had sort of also been blown out a bit. I forgot okay. to mention that. <laughs> yeah. Did no, I mention that earlier? No, no. You, oh, no. you, you mentioned the, the bucket. I mentioned the scratches of the bucket, but I didn't mention that he had been shot several times and his right. brain was blown out. Okay, yeah. Okay. Was there evidence of this in the sauna? Was it on the walls anywhere? Yeah, his brains were all over the walls of the sauna. So what happened in the sauna? Now that I think sauna? about it. Well, uh, yeah, I guess so. And, and no sign of a gun. No, and that's the weirdest thing. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's the most bizarre thing about this. Well, I mean, the person yeah. could have left with their own gun. And when I saw, now that I think back, when I saw that his brains had been blown out, then I knew he was dead. <laughs> After you checked the balls. Yeah, it was a really r- rough day for me. And so, I guess after they had shot him, yeah, several times in the back, then in the head, then he fell into the bucket, then they scratched. He was murdered into his back. Yeah. So this person clearly wanted it known. Mm, true. Wanted it known and didn't seem to like Boris. No. Yeah. No. Ju- th- That's I can, a good I, point. Even without the scratching, I could guess that. Yeah, which is weird because he was a nice guy. If you pass the Austin Powers. Yeah. If you you know you know turn a blind eye to, to the grabbing people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which what's her name? Doreen. Doreen did. Yeah. They got along. Have you seen Have you seen Doreen since? No, she kind of disappeared. She stopped. Okay. Uh, Her and the boys. Yeah. <laughs> now that you what say about the it, fathers? The, yeah. Well, now that you mention that, I didn't connect those dots. Doreen, very shortly after Boris's sad murder, and I'm really so sad to talk about it. Uh, she just sort of stopped showing up for her spin cycle classes, and the boys also seem to vanish. Oh, okay, so two suspects here. Yeah. A bunch of boys or Doreen. Thirteen boys and one Doreen. Yeah. Now, does Doreen have any connection to that? Oh, also, bus? sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gender no, we also, there was also a teacher at the YMCA who taught a, uh, you know, there's like a shooting range there, right? At the YMCA? Yeah, at the YMCA. That's yeah. one of the doors in the long hallway. Yeah, I mean, you go down the long hallway, all those doors, then there's like the swimming pool, the weight room, the basketball court, and the shooting range. Uh, well, at the end of the hallway, really, yeah. is a target. And then so you stand at one end of the hallway and you shoot down and hope no one's leaving doors. Yeah, and it's there's no good system to know like when it's safe to walk down the hall. It's very unsafe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I knew, I knew that. <laughs> Has the shooting range teacher been seen since? He's still there, yeah. Oh, okay. Has oh, he okay. noticed any of his inventory gun missing? Ooh, good point. Yeah, actually, now that you mentioned that, um, Jim said that one gun went missing. <laughs> <laughs> and six and bullets. six bullets went missing also. And I never oh, even connected nuts. that. that these, yeah. Well, they yeah. just keep them behind the front desk, right? Yes, yeah. They as long little... as you have a card, you can just kind of rent it out. and. Yeah, you can just ask for like, I have six bullets or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's like getting a basketball. Yeah, and then yeah. go stand in the hallway and shoot down. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, yeah, it's so strange. Well, what we're going to do is is take a break. Uh, I think we've got a lot to think about here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go rewatch Indiana Jones. Yeah, after we're done the show. No, no. I want to see it. We'll be back. <laughs> Uh, we are back. Uh, we are still here with Carl, man. Hey, everybody. Uh, new podcast guest. Yeah. Still still feeling the high or are you getting used to it? Um. Well, I'm very, I, again, I'm very thrilled to be here, but it's so sad I'm here because my <laughs> colleague was murdered and that makes me 
Um, wonder what the point of being alive is, but I'm also still happy to You're be here. You're jazzed about being on a yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Mixed, mixed emotions, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you did find your friend, Boris McDonald, uh, the oh. kickboxing instructor, yeah. dead in the sauna. Normally, you go there together after yeah. your shifts. We would decompress and sweat and sort of tell jokes. <laughs> What's your favorite joke of Boris's? Oh, God. I, now I'm... This is so many, there are so many jokes he would tell in the sauna after a day of, of teaching kickboxing in the YMCA sauna, and... I'll never forget his wonderful sense of humor, but probably my favorite joke of his, and it was a, it was a kickboxing joke. Yeah. It went like this. You write what you know. And you might not get it if you're not like involved in the kickboxing world, but his joke went, um, he'd be sort of naked just wearing a towel in the sauna, Yeah. and every day he would tell me this, this joke <laughs> in the sauna, and I'd be naked as well. This joke about the kickboxing world. Yeah. He'd say, what is a kickboxer's favorite meal? Okay. Uh, and and how would you respond? Well, I knew, but I would play along. We had sort of a rhythm, uh, and so every day he would make this joke. He'd say, "What's a kickboxer's favorite meal?" And uh, I'd say, "I don't know, Boris. What is a kickboxer's favorite meal?" Uh, and he would say, uh, "A kicked uh, hamburger." <laughs> and I don't know if you get it if you're yeah, not in I'm the not kickboxing, in the kickboxing the, world. So yeah. I don't quite understand. So it why was that's funny. <laughs> And I would always say, what do you mean? And he would say, like, a hamburger that you've, like, kicked uh, across the room. To, to someone else who would yeah. then eat it. Yeah, and then he would put some water on the rocks, uh, in this, the sauna rocks. While you laughed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, I'm sad this... thinking about... Sorry, I just, I'm, Before I just realized he'll, he's never going to tell me that joke again. Oh, sorry. Hello? We come in. Yeah, you can... Sorry. Come in. Who are you guys? Hey. Oh, hi. Hey. Hey. Hi there. We come in. Hey, can we come in? Oh, yeah, can we come yeah. in here? Oh, yeah. do I have to Hi. give individual yeses? Can we come in? I, I grant group permission. Can we come in? Oh, all right. Get in, get in. All get these over boys. Here. Get over here. Hey, gather around the mic. Hey, hey, can I? Yeah, give can... me that. Give me that. Give me the mic. Oh, oh hey, one Jacob. Big one. Jacob, oh, fuck off. One of those guys is oh, huge. Ah, my mouth, my teeth. Nice big oh, boy. Wow, what the hell? Oh, 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 I tripped my fell on myself. Hey, boys. Hey, Good boys. To see you. Now you're all crowded around the microphone. Who are you guys? We sure are. We're 13 boys. Are you, are you selling something? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I, I know these boys. These are um, it's so selling... sad. They remind me of my dead friend Boris. They were the boys that he taught a kickboxing. Oh uh, yeah, we're kickbox boys. Whoa! We're selling cookies to raise money for Boris's death. <laughs> In support of his death. Yeah. How much have you guys raised so far? Six bucks. Oh man! So well, the box. Here's seven. There what you the go. hell? <laughs> Look at this, guys. Hey, give me that. Oh, oh Jacob. Ow, my tooth hurts. Ah, uh, see, I told you about these boys. You do, yeah, they're they are rowdy. badly behaved. Oh, I'm gonna go run on. I'm jumping on the bed. Hey, hey, not if I jump on the bed first. Oh, oh, Jacob. Boys, think of Boris. Would he wanted you to behave like this? Oh yeah, he's he's right. Kick the walls, everyone. Kick the walls. No, no don't. Stop. Yeah, put a hole in that one. So uh, sorry. Can I just get names from you guys quick? Uh, sure. I'm. <laughs> There's at least one named Jacob. You've already said that. There's not. That's what's crazy. <laughs> Boys, behave. Okay. Tell, tell Griffin your name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's run it down. There's Jacob. There's there is a Jacob. <laughs> yeah, we're kidding. There's a Jacob. He's the rowdiest. There's Jacob. There's Lance. There's Lucas. There's Klein. There's uh, Spencer. There's uh, Porky. There's um, Wiener. There's... <laughs> Are these like the dorky kids from an 80s movie? <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> some of them are nicknames, some of them are real names, and I won't tell you which is which, but Wieners is a real name, <laughs> unfortunately. And, um, and I'm we, sure that was 13. Yep, and that's it. Wow, do you guys have a, have a designated leader? Who, who are you? Sorry. Yeah, me, uh, Michael. Michael, okay. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll direct most of my questions to you. Great. Unless one of you boys knows the answer, and then feel free to step in. Okay, cool. For now, me. We're actually talking about the death of Boris. Oh, good. Do you want to buy a cookie? Well, yeah. How's $8? What the hell? Look what we got! Boris they is still have... have not given either of us cookies. No, just taking our money. Oh, sorry. Here, let me open up the package. One cookie for you, Thank one you. cookie for you. Thank you. Thank you very much. They're mint! Oh. As in they're new. Oh, okay. And like in good condition. But what flavor are they? Chocolate. Okay. Oh, okay. So these are just chocolate cookies. Yep. <laughs> Boris's favorite. He would have been very proud of you, boys. Oh, thanks, man. He lo- he's always eating chocolate cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big health nut. <laughs> well, all kickboxers eat chocolate cookies. Jean-Claude Van Damme, um, and all the other famous ones. So really, ones. Th- that is a kickboxer's favorite food. You know his joke? Yeah. He'd start every class with a joke. I do. I don't understand it, but I do know it. Oh. He'd start every friggin' class with a joke. What? What are some? Because I just told the joke about the uh, kick hamburger. Do you remember? You some told of the, that one? Yeah. Do you remember some of Boris's other jokes That's about kickboxing? That's my favorite ones. Well, yeah. yeah. There's a few that we used to love. We'd come in and we'd be there in class. We'd all be in our towels, and he was in his towel. <laughs> this kickboxing class, everyone was just in towels. Yeah, we cranked up the heat in there, threw a little water on the rocks, and Hot. we'd stand around in our towels. Yeah. Okay. Waiting for the you know class to start, you know kickboxing, yeah. and then he'd uh, he'd come up to the front and he'd say, "Settle down, boys, shut up, shut up, you, Jacob, shut up," and bang then gavel. he'd bang his gavel on the podium, yeah. and then we'd all settle in and and he'd make us all get into <laughs> downward dog position yoga, of course. yeah, kickboxing <laughs> to start, <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd say, "Hey, gang, ready for a joke." Imagine being a 13-year-old boy and just the prospect of hearing a joke. You'd be so excited. Yeah. Yeah, bent over and only a towel in the yeah. middle of this room with a bunch of other boys. Just, just awaiting a joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were all primed and ready for jokes. So he would say, you guys ready? We'd go, yes, Boris. And then he'd say, hey, what's a kickboxer's favorite restaurant? Okay. And do you guys do you guys know it? Well, yeah, he'd said it before. Oh, okay, but you were But the polite. first time we didn't know it, and the first time we all went, what is it, what is it? Oh, my God, what is it, Boris? What is it? What's a kickboxer's favorite restaurant? And he'd go... It's got to be Krabby Joe's. He'd go, Jack Astor's, because a donkey's got a little kick. Oh, okay. And we'd go, oh, yeah! We didn't get it at first. We pretended to get it. Once you take a couple classes, you start to get it. He was a man, he was set in his ways. He t- he would tell the same jokes every day, <laughs> teach the same lesson plan every day, and he had a wonderful sense of humor, which is something a lot of kickboxers don't have. We used to watch Austin Powers. <laughs> that would be your class for the day? As we kicked. Because that's a, that's a long movie for just one kickboxing class. That's one class. You'd flick on one of the movies, they're all about an hour and a half, and, and then we'd say, kick right, around. Run around and kick. And you go, all right, boys, have a kick. <laughs> Now, were you there that the last day he was seen? Yeah. Because he left class early. We were his last class. Yeah, that was weird. Do you know why? 
Well, we were all kicking. Um, we were kicking around the room, kicking the walls, <laughs> kicking the doors, and it, it made a mighty racket when when the class was uh, all of a in sudden. Session. Yeah. Well, also the gunfire in the hallway. Yeah, it was a very loud YMCA, <laughs> and the priests would grunt when they lifted weights as well. <laughs> you ever heard a priest grunt no, while bench pressing? That? Can you do a? It'd be like, oh Jesus! <laughs> but it wasn't. Uh, you know, they're allowed to say Jesus in a sort of uh, taking the Lord's name in vain kind of way. Yeah, priests are allowed to do that. They can yeah. sin as they please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's one of the perks. Yeah. Sorry, so you were kicking away. We were class. all kicking away, and all of a sudden, the movie stopped playing. So we look, and the DVD- There's nothing scarier than when a movie stops playing. When you're 13? <laughs> yeah, what, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> you all you look to your friends in fear. And the DVD player's in the other room. It's in the AV room. Yeah, and it's locked. Wow. And Boris is like, all right, all right, I'm going to go take care of this. And he leaves the room, and we all were like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Right? Yeah. You remember this? Yeah, I remember this. So um, then I was <laughs> oh, like, sorry, I'm this... going to take charge. It's me, Wiener. <laughs> okay. And I, I'm going to take charge. And I was like, guys, don't why, worry. Why, did you choose, why are you the one taking charge? <laughs> well, because I know Austin Powers really well. And I was like, I could maintain this. I can recite it verbatim. Oh, okay. Wiener's a bit of an alpha male. I was like, don't worry. I'll recite it verbatim. And I, went, and I stood up in front of the TV, and I said, don't worry. And I just started doing it from the top. And everyone was like paying Wait, Which t- movie is this? Uh, this is the uh, second one. Second one. Yeah, yeah, it starts with that great intro where he's in yeah. a hotel. And then what happened? Let's let's hear the recital for a bit. Well, first it starts with the lady <laughs> who has the bazoongas that shoot, and he realized that he dated a fembot. He married it. He married a fembot this whole time, and so that's the opening scene. So I did that whole thing, and he goes, "Oh, wow, bazoongas!" And that was an intelligence failure on Austin Powers' fault, I think, that he married. A fembot. Because he should. He clearly knows what fembots are. Yeah. When it happens, he he's trained in this. He should have married know a fembot. Yeah. Guy was thinking with his dick. I think that's the thing. Austin Powers <sighs> thought it, with his dick. I think that's one of his biggest flaws. He's very good at being a spy when you look at it. Yeah. But he can get sidetracked. But he's so randy. He's so randy. Were you talking to me? Oh, Randy. This hey, is Randy. Hey, randy. <laughs> oh well, yeah. So I was there too. I, I went to go take a pee. So I went to go out and take a pee. Um and. I look and I was like, "What's taking Boris so long?" So I checked the AV room, and he wasn't in there. And then I was like, "What the hell?" And then I went down the hallway and I checked the sauna, and he was he was in the sauna, dead, lying in a bucket. And I was like, "Oh my god, someone's gonna think this is an accident." So I scratched in his back. He was murdered, just so people like would what? be able to know. So it still could have been an accident. No, this it was a gunshot, and oh, that's right, uh, yeah, that's right. he was splattered all over the walls. I was like, "This was murder." But let's you know, let's help the cops out. They're not good at their jobs. So I scratched it in his back. He was murdered, and then I went back to the room. Well, that's one mystery solved. You're welcome. I do actually. Now that you mention that, I do remember as I came into the sauna, seeing you leave. Uh, Randy was leaving. Randy was leaving. Bloody finger. Yeah, and I just sat down. Yeah, I did it with my finger. I, yeah, and I sat down for an hour, and I sort of closed my eyes, and that's, and then when I opened my eyes, I realized that uh, Boris had been murdered. You should have read his back, dude. I tried to help you out. It was only an hour later, I noticed, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's not long. Wow. And oh, so God. it was only a very brief period of time. He leaves the room to go change his yeah, I and mean, then almost immediately... No, Wiener got through probably about 20 minutes of the film. Oh, and okay. Then... So, Wiener, what parts did you do then? Well, I did... Okay. <laughs> Wait a second. Let me grab him. <laughs> okay, 
well, I did um, the opening with the fembots. I did the, the scene where he runs around and everything kind of looks like it's his penis. The opening credits. That's about 15 minutes, if you don't remember. <laughs> Pretty long scene. Um, and and Wiener, f- Wiener, is that the one that with Michael Caine as his father? Yeah. So oh, that's... that's a, well, I believe that's third. That's, that's the third. third. Oh, okay. With Scott Ackerman. So then I come in and I go... Um, uh, and then... Um, <laughs> And then he's yeah. in the car, and he gets the call from his uh, friend. Yeah, and he's like, "I got a new mission for you." Um, do you, Do you know who, the, the name of that character? Nigel, probably. Basil. Basil. Oh, I know these pretty well. So, um, and then he gets in the call. He got to do a new mission, and then he goes plays the uh, <laughs> sexy chess with the Russian lady, and then um, that's as far as I got. Oh, okay. So yeah, about twenty minutes. Yeah, so you did about 20 minutes. Tied 20, 20 minutes. Uh, then I was like, I got to take a wicked pee. I went out and then checked in on the uh, AB room and wasn't there. Now, are you able to hear, either of you guys, uh, gunshots from the sauna? Or is that kind of lost in the general gunshots of the hallway? Well, I was, I remember I was teaching uh, the twins. I was doing a training oh, session nice. with the twins. The Michael and Father. George O'Leary. Yes, uh, and uh, they were grunting, but even over oh, their grunting, gee, fuck, yeah, I was like, fuck, Christ, and <laughs> even though they were grunting very loud, because priests grunt loud when they lift weights, I did hear a gunshot go off. I heard six of them, actually, from the uh, the, the weight room. Wow. Yeah. I heard him. I was out in the hallway, but, and that's why I went to go investigate the sauna. You were already in the hallway at this point. Yeah. But did you see anyone leave the sauna? Well, the sauna's down the second hallway. That's oh, the problem. Oh, so you had to turn a corner. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah, tricky. Shit. This is like a labyrinth. Yeah, you've been to the Y. It's hard. The, when I the first week when I started at the YMCA, I got lost down a hallway and I nearly starved to death. I couldn't find my way out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you got your own yeah. skin, like yarn behind you. Yeah, it was awful. That's how you do it. Yeah, yarn. Is that yeah, why there's yarn. all this yarn over the around when, the room? When the guy went against the Minotaur, I believe that's what he brought with him. I mean, these days I bring yarn everywhere I go, just in case it happens again. I'm always uh, trailing yarn behind me. Who did the Minotaur? Who did the Minotaur? Like, who, who wrote that? it? No, who was, was the guy in the maze? Jim Henson? That's it. <laughs> I was a real crap. I, was, I can't remember. Oh, which Greek character goes up to face the Minotaur? Yeah, who asking. did Minotaur? Um, Jesus? I think it was Jesus. <laughs> Jesus or Jim Henson. So, <laughs> either yeah, way. You know what? I do like the Jim Henson theory, where in Greek myth, Jim Henson goes into the maze. He had a very god, like Greek god-like physique. look to him, and physique. The man was a... He was an Adonis, yeah. Yeah. If Jim Henson were still alive, I would love to see him naked. Because <laughs> his body was beautiful. It was perfect. And I, you know, I make a living uh, making bodies beautiful. Yeah. And to, he, that's like the ultimate. His bones were huge. He had huge bones, huge brains, huge heart. <laughs> Can't lose. Can't lose. <laughs> so, um, anyways, that's what I got. Sure, just shot in the hall. Um, and no one was at. The, no, Jim wasn't monitoring the range. Not Jim Henson. The did uh, the guy who runs the shooting range. He, yeah. he wasn't monitoring it. No, there was no one there. There's no one shooting. Well, oh, okay. Where was Jim? Uh, front desk. I probably front waiting desk. To, waiting for someone to rent out a gun. So someone That's had right. obviously already rented mm, out one of his guns or snuck it. <gasps> oh, snuck. they like crouched down. Yeah, too there low was, for Jim to see. There was a bit of a sneaking problem at the YMCA <laughs> during that time. People were sneaking out dumbbells. People were sneaking out full exercise bikes. I'm sure people were sneaking out uh, handguns. Pool water. Pool water, sauna rocks. 
Yeah. You have to have gloves or, or be brave to sneak out a sauna rock. Yeah. Very hot. Did you guys see Doreen at all? Because I believe she's. Uh, if we're ruling out, oh you God, Doreen is the last suspect we have to cross off. Uh, I saw Doreen, and sorry, uh, who's this? Uh, this is Lucas. Lucas, hey and Lucas. Hi, hey Lucas. Hi. Um, I saw I saw Doreen leaving because someone had snuck out one of the bikes, and she was chasing them out in the parking lot. And was like, hey, bring that back. So she was out of the building entirely. Yeah, she was chasing her outside. So it couldn't have been Doreen. Oh my God. Oh no. Oh no! I mean, who could it be then? <laughs> what if we never solve the murder? So many murders go unsolved. Not on this show. Oh, thank God. We always pin it on somebody. Good. <laughs> Is that because the cops aren't that great? You know. Yeah. That's what Boris always taught us. Yeah. yeah they get to go the end to the of cops. an hour. The cops aren't willing to just decide on someone. No. And that's the difference. It's interesting. Everyone in the YMCA uh, is very anti-police. And oh yeah. All the instructors, even the aerobics instructors. Uh, even the aerobics yeah, instructors? Even <laughs> traditionally, traditionally, they're the biggest ally of the police, right? We all know yeah. that. <laughs> but not in this YMCA. They hated the cops. Wait Why? a minute. Who knows water better than the aqua aerobics instructors? Well, well, no one. And where was he found? In a bucket, bucket of, of uh... sauna water. Sauna Water. Why don't we focus on that second word for a second? Water. But it's also not the the water that killed him. It's more the gunshots. Yeah, you know, we should be focusing. He on doesn't. Him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Sorry. Oh, hey. Hey, I'm a boy. <laughs> Is that how you normally introduce yourself? Well, just to clear things up. Nice big boy. Yeah, just got big strong bones. I he used to train me, so I got really yeah. big and strong, and, and now I'm a big strong guy. Sorry, and uh, why are you chiming in? Well, I was just saying he didn't know what he was talking about, so he should probably shut up. Maybe is it possible that maybe Boris died of natural causes, and that we're cha- we're chasing mm, the wrong? I, see, I would say that, except for the gunshots. Right. Sorry, I keep forgetting uh, that's that his why brain I scratched is... in his back that he was murdered. I thought maybe yeah. So yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Again. Yeah. No worries. I thought that would be helpful for those cops that don't know what they're doing. Well, you you mentioned uh, I, I forget which one of you said <laughs> that you saw Jim at the desk. Uh, yeah, that was me, Randy. Uh, when? Right then, because I heard the shots, and I went, I was like, where's Jim? He's not there. So first I checked the desk, and he was and there. He was there, and he was like, who's firing back there? And I was like, oh, I'll go check. And then I went to the sauna, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, so that's what happened. And then I scratched on his back! Because he would have been the one to rent out the gun, or I guess... No, I got snuck. I bet it got snuck. I bet it got snuck. Who's the sneakiest one at the gym? Now, this is uh, a question uh, that I would like uh, to direct to you. Sure. Carl, who is the sneakiest one at the gym? Um, probably, well, the, the pr- twin priests that I train. <laughs> Whoa. Very sneaky. Um, I feel like all priests are kind of sneaky because they're sneaking out of uh, the responsibilities that uh, people who, are, who don't join the clergy are, uh, you know, duty-bound to. Yeah. Plus, they, they can't They get all sin. that wine after everyone goes home. They get they wine. They get to hide out in those boxes next yeah. to you. Don't pay taxes. They, uh, you know. And they can't be charged. They can't sin. Because they're priests. Yeah, they can't go to jail. They, they can't be all charged. They black clothes. Yeah. yeah. Can't see them. Yeah. They're really sneaky. Yeah. yeah. Now, when you were in training, your twin priests, you yeah. said you were doing that at the moment that yeah. you heard oh. these gunshots. <gasps> what if yeah. they're triplets? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, they are. Yeah. Is there a, is there a third O'Leary? Yeah, Jake. Jake O'Leary, and he wasn't with them at, during the day. No. Is he a priest as well? He is. Well, he's a cardinal, yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, where's that in the rankings? I think it's just beside the Pope. Oh, beside, so equal power to the Pope. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> not fully, uh, not 100% on that, but I think but, I'm but right. But you're pretty sure yeah, that pretty cardinals sure. are the yeah. exact same as Popes. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys think he did it? Yep. Yeah. And that wraps up another successful episode of Kill to Death. <laughs> I want to it was think. that big sneak. It was the priest. The big sneak. Jake did have a grudge against... Now, I, I'm remembering now. He had a grudge against Boris because he thought violence was wrong. Yeah, and grabbing and shaking was... And, yeah, the church's mm. teachings well, you know, were against that. I yeah. guess that means uh, Doreen's in danger, too. I, I want to s- thank Matt Probst, yep. who does our theme song. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes. Email us uh, at killtodeathpodcast at gmail.com if you want to suggest a murder you'd like to see committed. <laughs> Um, that's all for me. Uh, now you mentioned you're a big podcast fan. Oh, I love them. Yes. Uh, so other than Shane Dawson, what are you checking out right now? Um, that's it mostly. Uh, Shane Dawson and friends. Um, your guys podcast. Oh, to thank you. Well, uh, yeah, uh, we've already plugged that. Yeah. If there's any other podcasts out there. Oh, there's a great one that I know about also. Uh, it's Canadian. Am I allowed to mention a Canadian show? Uh, Steve. Yeah! Same question as normal. Oh, tell them no problem. Uh, yeah, no, that's fine. All right, well, there's one that I, I realized I co-host um, <laughs> with uh, an actor and comedian and writer named James Hartnett called The Landlord and Tenant Podmas. And yeah, that's right, hosted by James Hartnett and Carl Mann. Carl Mann, a.k.a. Michael Balazzo. Whoa! Am I allowed to do that? There, wow. I did it. I'm a little scared, but mostly sad. Yeah, well, it's in the air these days. Uh, and you can listen to that on uh, the computer. Uh, it's show. a very funny podcast. Oh, thank you. Uh, and the guest overlap is pretty similar. We we love it. Boys love it. The boys love it. Boys love if it. If you're a boy, check out Landlord and Tennis. Yeah, it's, for, it's a podcast for boys. <laughs> By boys for boys. <laughs> uh, and uh, sorry, it is James Hartnett. And who's that other one? Michael Balazzo. Can you follow him anywhere? Yeah, he's on Twitter. At M Balazzo. B M B A L A Z O. Or if you're American, M B A L A Z O. Mmm, Balazzo. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the guy in the Firefest documentary, mm, David. <laughs> oh, yeah. We <laughs> love Firefest. I have not seen the any documentary about it, but I'd like to make my own. Wait, you guys host a murder podcast and you haven't seen the Firefest documentary <laughs> yet? Boys, us boys saw it. We love them. <laughs> Is there murder involved? Well, there should be. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you mean retroactively now? Yeah, they should like the fuck Jerry people. Someone mm-hmm. should go get them. They should murder Blink One Eighty Two because they didn't go to the festival. Yeah, if they'd gone, it would have been a great festival. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They would have heard some great music, and, and it would have been, been even, honestly, conditions. it would have been even worse if the musicians had shown up. That would have been so fucking bad. Just wandering around in like the desert with Blink One Eighty Two playing. The desert. <laughs> I, I have not you seen. Don't even know the where the festival documentaries. Sorry, yeah. I'd like to reiterate. You're right. You're right. Uh, and boys, uh, do each of you want to give one final sentiment before we leave? Uh, I'd like to f- plug the Firefest documentary Netflix. Great. And I want to plug the Firefest documentary on Hulu. Great. Uh, I want to plug those new Ted Bundy tapes. 
Uh, I want to plug that uh, trailer that just came out for the Zac Efron movie that's about Ted Bundy. Huge cinephiles, these boys. <laughs> uh, I want to plug uh, my good pal, uh, Lucas. Hey, thanks. And I want to plug uh, my friend, um, Dan. Hey, Is that I- Wiener? No, it's me, Lucas. Oh, sorry. Uh, this is me, Wiener. Right, um, sorry. How can you tell? <laughs> um, I just want to plug uh, Landlord and Tenant Podmas. That's my favorite show. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, I want to plug, uh, I mean, I'm, I haven't been counting, but this is 13. Yep. This is it. And uh, I just want to plug uh, Kill to Death. Oh, keep your stick on the ice. Killed to Death is produced and engineered by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky. Special thanks to Katie Lore, Matt Probst, and Tom Shank. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and like Killed to Death on Facebook so they know how to value their worth as human beings. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!